Hey, and welcome back to the Smooth Operator Podcast. Ali here, and we are going to talk about your off-boarding process. <laughs> See you inside. All right, so today we're going to talk about off-boarding. If you're working one-on-one with clients, you're an agency owner, a coach, a consultant, or the like, it's often that we come across folks who are needing a really clear onboarding process or a really clear fulfillment process. And a lot of times those are uh, one and the same. And the most overlooked piece, uh, in my opinion, and kind of what I've come across in the marketplace is a really clear offboarding process. And it's interesting because a lot of times we focus so much on getting off on the right foot that after we've created a really awesome result uh, through our fulfillment and everything that we kind of just kind of send them off into the night and we either stop working with them or, you know, what have you. And uh, not all you know, client relationships end negatively and not all client relationships end extremely amicably, right? So how can we structure the end of a client relationship to be extremely beneficial and send them off into the world with A, a really great result, which you obviously take care of in your fulfillment process, and then B, a way for them to look back fondly on your relationship and begin to refer people to get the same result that they uh, received when they were working with you. So uh, recently we are working uh, offboarding one of our clients and we worked with a specific client for about a year and a half and gotten some amazing results, created some very cool new things. We had a conversation about a week or two ago and decided, hey, listen, the way that my business is moving and the way uh, this person's business is moving, that it just doesn't make sense to keep continuing under the current arrangement. I was uh, his outsourced COO and uh, for the most part, his needs kind of lied more in house. Like he needed somebody to be taking care of business 24 seven all the time in-house for him. And so we said, Hey, look, this is kind of how this is going to be. So then I actually needed to uh, confront my own offboarding processes just recently, because uh, I'll be super frank. A lot of the clients that I've taken on, I've kind of kept, uh, especially if we're working in kind of a retainer capacity, I just kind of really, really am selective with who I work with. So I keep them for a long term. I don't currently have one private client that I haven't been working with uh, for a year plus. And I'm super grateful for that. So when it came time to, you know, start looking at offboarding this particular client, I thought to myself, okay, well, what would send him off and his business off and keep his team super, super, super in the know and just feeling ready to kind of move on without me. And I always uh, feel like when you look at offboarding, um, you want to leave things better than you found them, right? So you, you get a great result for somebody and you want to just make sure that they feel comfortable kind of taking the training wheels off um, based on whatever, you know, results that you've given them. So a couple of things that I definitely feel like offboarding is uh, kind of needing. And so the first is communication. So just making sure that everybody is on the same page. Everybody knows exactly what to expect in terms of timeframes and deliverables and just keeping super, super clear about what everybody needs to feel comfortable moving forward with clarity and with certainty that they can kind of uh, you know steer the ship without you. 
Uh, the second thing that I feel is really, really important is just a little bit of time. So setting an intention a couple of weeks out, like I did with this client, um, you know, he approached me and said, Hey, look, this is probably about the time frame that I'm thinking. And I said, that is great. That's also probably about the time frame that I'll need to button things up and make sure that everything's updated and ready to go so that your team can kind of take it in house. And so that's another thing. So communication and time. And then the third thing is respect. So for the most part, um, business is very much that it's business. And so when you're approaching a relationship, uh, we, we need to just remember that even though businesses are growing in different directions, it doesn't necessarily mean that, uh, the personal relationship needs to be soiled. And it definitely doesn't uh, mean that you can now go and badmouth them behind their back or they can do the same about you. So just remember to always be respectful, um, honor any agreements. Um, personally and professionally that you've made with that person and just make sure that, you know, you're not burning any bridges. Uh, it's something that I feel super, super strongly about is just keeping relationships in your life alive. And uh, one of the things that one of my other clients actually always says is uh, get the best possible outcome for everybody involved. So when you're offboarding, really, really, really communicate really well. Um, give it enough time and respect the person um, that you are, uh, you know, parting ways professionally with. And you should have a really, really amicable offboarding process. If, for example, um, you are looking to offboard somebody from a more private client service and you want to put them into a maintenance program or something like that, if you have an agency and, you know, kind of services are still required, but maybe they need to die down a little bit, maybe it's time for you to focus a little bit on um, when to have that conversation in the normal fulfillment process to say, hey, listen, we've got this really attractive package that I think you'd be perfect for and benefit from. And so here's how that works and how the relationship can continue you forward. So think about uh, your offboarding process, what that needs to look like. Make sure it includes the three elements that I mentioned. And I'm so excited uh, for you to implement this into your business because thinking with the end in mind and making sure that you are uh, prepared for every possible outcome is a super, super important element of operational health. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next time.